I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal, here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. What do you have for us today, Vicki? Hi, Patty. Well, a recent headline from the Los Angeles Times caught my eye, and here was the headline, Beware of Con Artists Seeking Pigs. So this refers to something that we have talked about before, the pig butchering scam. But I think we need to talk about it again because the scam is becoming more and more common and it's dangerous with severe consequences for the victims. And in fact, the IRS has issued a warning to taxpayers about cryptocurrency scams. And this is one. That's such a horrible name for a scam. Can you remind us again what it means, pig butchery? Yes, yes. And this is a scam where the crook meets somebody online and befriends them. Now, it could be a dating site. It could be on social media. Or sometimes the scammer just calls out of the blue and pretends to have dialed a wrong number. But he develops a relationship. He or she develops a relationship with the victim. And as the relationship progresses, the scammer tells the victim about a great investment opportunity that they are willing to share with their new friend. And I vaguely recall that it has something to do with cryptocurrency. Is that right, Vicki? That's right. And the scam itself is somewhat complex. The scammer fattens up the victim, so there's the pig butchering analogy, by gaining their trust and persuading them to place large sums of money into a fraudulent investment. Now, the scammer will direct them to an application in order to start the account, but the scammer has created this account. It looks very real. And it even can show how the victim's money is growing in the account, although it's not true. They always suggest that the victim start with a small amount of money to see how it grows. And in the beginning, they may even give some money back as, quote, a return on their investment to further convince the victim that the investment is legitimate. Wow, I could see how convincing that would be. They could even pull up graphs and figures to show, look how your money is growing. You know, that would be very convincing. And how does cryptocurrency factor into the scheme? The victim is convinced to use cryptocurrency to make the investment. So the scammer has them send their money to a scammer-controlled account, although it looks like it's a third-party platform that has nothing to do with the scammer. And the platform will show big gains, which again encourages the victim to invest more and more. And is that how they convince the victim to start investing? Well, the scammer first builds a relationship with the victim by day-to-day small talk. And they want to make the victim comfortable and gain the victim's trust. And they may even show the victim photographs of themselves being very wealthy and successful. And they introduce the scam by sharing their own success stories and sometimes even showing them their bank accounts with high balances. So as the victims become more comfortable with the scammer and as they watch their investment grow, the scammer encourages them to invest more and more and usually culminating with a very large amount of money going into the account. 
Oh, no. And then what happens? Well, at some point in time, of course, the victim decides to make a withdrawal, but finds out that they can't. And at this point, the hammer drops. They're told that they need to pay taxes about 15 to 20 percent of their profits, and they'll need to find additional funds in order to pay these taxes. If they somehow manage to do that, they're then told that their account has been frozen due to securities fraud or money laundering. And usually, Patty, at that point, the friend disappears along with their money. Oh, that's just a terrible scam. Are there any red flags that we should know about to help us avoid falling prey to the scam? Of course. So number one, don't send money to an investment recommended by somebody that you met online. No matter how good a friend he or she seems to be, just because you feel like you've built a trusting relationship with this person does not mean it's real. Scammers are very good psychologists and are trained to manipulate the victim into thinking that they are in a real relationship. So if you're tempted to make one of these investments, please stop and ask a trusted advisor like your banker or your accountant or a financial planner. And number two, be very suspicious of anyone you can't ever meet in person. If your friend always has a reason he or she can't meet up with you, you are dealing with a scammer and you need to end the relationship. And number three, be very suspicious if the friend wants you to use cryptocurrency to make the investment. That's because cryptocurrency and the friend can quickly disappear, never to be found again. Boy, I can really understand how this scam could fool people. In their eyes, they're not giving money to a stranger, but it's a real investment. And so many things are done online these days on Zoom that you get used to not meeting people in person. So I can understand how they get tricked. Absolutely. And as I said in the beginning, this is a very dangerous scam. There are numerous reports of people feeling so devastated when they realize they've not only lost their life savings, but the person that they thought of as the love of their life that they attempt suicide or actually commit suicide. Very dangerous scam. Yeah, it really is, Vicki. And you know, I think it was our guest that was a former FBI agent, Debbie Dean, that said even the word scam might sometimes make it seem trivial. But some of these scams are absolutely devastating to people and they're nothing to take lightly. Absolutely not. I mean, think about being an older person and having lost everything. You'd feel like you had nothing to live for and no way to keep going. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to our attention, Vicki. Good news. I do have <laughs> fingers crossed. Yes, and my good news today comes with a strong warning about another scam that I am unfortunately seeing a lot of here in Santa Barbara. So here's the headline: Florida man sentenced to prison in India-based computer hacking scam that stole $150,000 from an elderly woman. So here's what happened in a nutshell. The scammers convinced the elderly woman that someone had tacked into her computer and installed a virus and that she needed to quickly withdraw all of her money and give it to them so that the hackers couldn't get it. And these scammers usually pose as somebody from the government, somebody from the IRS or Homeland Security. That's unfortunately what she did. 
And again, they pose as somebody that you're going to trust. And of course, the scammers can spoof phone numbers so that they look like the call is coming from a legitimate source. One victim, in fact, said that the number that showed up on his phone was exactly the same number for his bank that was on the back of his bank credit card. Wow. Well, no wonder they get fooled. That would be so very convincing. So how do these scammers get caught? Well, fortunately, the victim's bank notified the FBI that their consumer had been defrauded, and the FBI set up a sting. They claimed that the victim had an additional $50,000 that needed to be turned over, and when the scammers came to her house to collect the money, they were met by FBI agents, and they're now spending time in prison. That's a nice picture for the crook to get met by FBI agents. I like that. It is indeed a good picture. Yes, it is. So Vicki, could you give us the fraud hotline number if someone wants to talk to you about a potential scam or share their story on Scam Squad? Absolutely. Area code 805-568-2442. And I'll say that again, area code 805-568-2442. And I do appreciate your calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. Bye, everybody. Talk to you next week, Vicki. Bye.